is Sarah. And this is Jasmine. And we're here to do a very special summer solstice podcast recording. So we wanted to start off the session by reading something that touched both of us um, this morning about the solstice. And this is from The Power Path. Um, I don't know Lena. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's, um, I found this on social media. And it says, here's what Lena from The Power Path recommends. And The Power Path is a beautiful shamanic path um, towards you know, awakening and ascension and self-realization in many and other forms. So here is the quote. This is a powerful time that marks a transition, a new beginning, the release of the old and a reset that supports a turning point. Honor something in your life that is ending and something that marks a new beginning. Focus on a completion, even a small one, that can symbolize a larger cycle of change. What is being released from the past? Honor a new beginning by making a change, even a small one, of something in your environment as a reflection of the larger picture. Bring in something new, try something new, and do something you have never done before. It is important to create some kind of ritual for yourself around this solstice by symbolizing an ending as well as a new beginning. Lena from the Power Path HTTPS forward slash forward slash <laughs> thepowerpath.com. Thank you, Elena. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is crazy because just yesterday, um, first of all, honoring this ending and uh, bringing in this newness, this beginning, is crazy because I, I, I had literally been experiencing almost like a, a life review over the last couple of weeks. Um, to just look at everything from my past that was popping up. And yeah, it got me emotionally for sure. And um, thank God I'm surrounded by incredible healing friends. So I get, I get friends with benefits, <laughs> healing benefits from my female friends that I'm just so grateful for. So I went on a walk and I was sharing with my friend what I'd been experiencing yesterday. And during this transformational healing session that she did with me, at the last, the question she asked me at the very end, and it was like, well, what is this showing you? What is it saying to you? And I said, oh, it's finished. And she said, oh, and then I'm like, oh, what does that mean? It's finished. Like it's done. It's finished. And then it came to me, oh, this cycle, this cycle is finished, All, it, meaning all of the bad stuff's done now. You've gone through it. It's done. It's finished. And I wasn't even thinking about the solstice at all. That's not typically, I just, I'm kind of just don't really think about those things too much, though they're extremely powerful. And I, you should definitely be aware of them. And I am aware of them, but it's aware of me. That's <laughs> basically what it came down to is it, um, it let me know that it's that cycle that the pain, the traumas, the PTSD, the all of this reliving and reviewing, all of this stuff to see the lessons is done. The, the hard part's finished. So that's what I wanted to bring, what I wanted to bring forth right now was just, yes, it is, it's done. 
I'm acknowledging that that hard part of it all, that the hard lessons have been completed, that the healing aspect has been done and completed. And I've got, I've got this beautiful amethyst crystal in my hand that I just gave a bunch of beautiful frequencies to. And I feel the energy so strong. And it's, it's that love energy. It's that deep, tranquil, peaceful, loving, abundance energy. And I, I feel it really strong. So yeah, not a coincidence that you said, let's do a solstice podcast. And I'm like, okay. So thank you for that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about that because I always do um, not so much on the equinox, but on the winter and the summer solstice, I always do a little ceremony around the house with the land with um, fruit from my garden or vegetables from the garden or things that I have in abundance and honey. And it's very native um, oriented as a thank you with crystals and the whole deal. And, you know, there's, there's been a lot going on in my family because yesterday afternoon, late afternoon, my stepfather passed. So I had known it was the solstice, but I hadn't been consciously aware of that because there was just so much going on. And so that was an ending and a new beginning for him. And I'm going to go into that in a little bit about like the emotionality versus the spiritual practice because I think there's a lot to talk about there as part of the endings and the new beginnings. <clears throat> but in my rituals, it's um, not for anything other than to set intent, to nurture the mundane as sacred, and to give thanks to everything that I have, um, that I've been fortunate enough to have, even if my life is far from perfect, and you know, there's a lot of things I'd like to change, and there's a lot of things I'm grateful for, but I try to be grateful for every single one of them, because it's all a transition as we grow and grow and ascend into our true beingness, so yesterday, before I had known my stepfather passed, before I started this, I was really feeling like this is it. I don't want to just keep going on and doing this, meaning spiritual practice and sharing all of the knowledge and information that's been accumulated and, you know, my gifts that I was given as a child, as a healer and claircognizant and things like that. I don't want to do that part-time anymore. I just wanted to like... I came here to serve. I came here to serve this planet. I came here to serve humanity. I've always known that. I've been told that also, even when I was not paying attention. And yet, I, it's been part-time. And I'm like, this is it, like, universe. I just want to move forward into this. And I feel like I was really seeking the right way to take that step forward yesterday. Not even realizing before I read this beautiful saying from the power path before I understood any of that I felt the cycle like you were saying Jasmine the cycle um, of whatever it was the churn the lessons the hardships the you know not in the being sidetracked or whatever it is I felt that coming to a natural close as well yesterday and yeah and so I didn't know what I would be doing this evening um, <laughs> to celebrate. I know the solstice was at 2.13 this morning, but I was fast asleep, having to go to bed very late after this was going on with my family. And, um, and I had to do a day of work. So I knew that there'd be something special tonight. I knew that 
I just wanted to get silent and still within myself and it would just happen. And then, of course, Jasmine and I had a quick conversation because she was checking up on me because I've been very silent the past <laughs> week, I guess, um, MIA. And, you know, I thought this is the best thing we can do, share love through what we love, share love through our spiritual practice where we are doing the work. And it's not easy. And there is something on the other side of that. And and it is a release, and it is a sense of peace, and it is a stepping back from the default world into our deeper presence and our deeper selves. And um, Well, yeah. I'll tell you one thing that I love that you said that, that I think can really segue into this whole understanding of transitioning from looking at it from a spiritual perspective and, um, and an emotional perspective and the, the human perspective, but it was made, seeing the mundane as sacred. Well, I can guarantee you, you know, most everybody is going to transition, die, pass, whatever you want to call it. It's pretty mundane because everybody does it. It's just as much a part of life as being born, you're going to die you know, until such a time where we evolve, we can choose that transition. You still are going to go from one dimension of physicality into another one. So there's always new beginnings and there's always new, new ends and new beginnings. It's constant. That never, ever, ever stops. Yeah. Just this upward spiral, right? So that's, that's how I feel when you said, you know, to really see the mundane as sacred. That was really beautiful for me. But this thing... Yeah, there, there's a lot of ideas that we get um, just as much in the New Age movement as there is in any religion that creates some sort of disconnect, I think, with, um, with, with the, the art of dying. It's just not looked at, especially in the Western world. It's, and, and there's a lot that's held in the emotional body because of it. And even those of us that have had deep spiritual experiences where we know there's really no such thing as death. Mm -hmm. this, the spirit just goes to another dimension. There's a, there's a transition into a, a new adventure, another understanding of, of life. That, we know that, but yet when we experience somebody or some, you know, a pet or a beloved friend or parent or whatever, a relative that dies, there's definitely... A process there's definitely a pain or there's there's an emotion that comes up that's not comfortable and it does not matter how how spiritually evolved you are that seems to be part of being the human that we are at least at this time so I mean I know I I don't know if I've shared about my experience with my cat you know and what they've shared with me in that passing but I know you wanted to share about your dad or your stepdad and I want to hear it. So, you know, please share. Yeah. So exactly what you said is um, basically, you know, getting caught up in the emotional emotionality of it, knowing who is going to pass, having it happen quicker, I think, than we imagined by at least uh, months or weeks. And, um, you know, just the end of a beautiful life. Like, no, I didn't agree with him on everything, and that didn't matter because as we he drew nearer to the end of his life, it's just love and appreciation. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional here because the emotions are real. And I yeah. think 
no matter how grounded we are in our belief systems and grounded we are in, I yes, I believe he's moving on and I actually will tell a little story about that, um, to another realm and not a transition for good, but like leaving our lives and um, just like, oh, what a beautiful being, like seeing him in all of his beauty, which we don't always do that when people are alive. We have judgments and like trying to bypass that. And I really did in the last few years that I moved back here. Um, no judgments, just seeing someone who's doing his best and, you know, loving, being a loving human being. And so there's that sense of loss of that person in your life, but it's also the loss of a life because life is so precious and because we know what a big deal it is to incarnate here and to have the connections with people. Um, we are souls, but we're also human. And, you know, we can't ignore one for the other. And if we're not, if we're just bypassing the spiritual emotion of it, that that's, I mean, this, if we're bypassing the emotionality of it, that's kind of, it's kind of a spiritual bypassing, right? It's like, oh, I know better, or, oh, you know, well, I believe this, it's fine. Then we're not really acknowledging how we do feel, which is the reality of our third-dimensional existence where we do have thoughts and feelings and emotions and considerations and judgments well, and, and all of that. And it's so different for each person. The, the process is so unique. It's... it's um, it's so unique, but I do feel it very equalizing. I feel that this understanding that we are going to leave is very equalizing, meaning I don't care what class, what race, what sex, what, you know, what, what political affiliation, everyone's going to die. And because of that, we, it's, it's equalizing to us as a, as a species to just understand that. And I, because there's a knee-jerk reaction to, to feel this pain, even though we do know that there's, you know, I mean, I fully acknowledge that there's, there's a place that is really, really amazing that is much more clear as to our source. And let's just put it that way. So you're, you're, I feel that, right? So here's a good school. We're in a really good school, a good university to learn a lot of lessons. And then you, you get a reprieve, you know, you graduate, and you get to experience a lot of much more, I don't know, clear source essence in that place. That just seems to be the way it feels. Anyway, so we get a chance to go through this process and everybody has a chance to do it. One thing that I, I feel is really just across the board, something really healthy to do is to memorialize. Like right now, I feel like you're memorializing. You're getting a chance. It's, very fresh. It just happened yesterday, last night. Yeah. So fresh. But you're still getting a chance. Just because this conversation is being had, we're, you're, you're getting a chance to love him into right. the universe. You're getting a chance to, God, I have chills. Wow. Because how often does that happen? Where right. this sure. memorialize, oh God, I have chills all over the place right now. <laughs> you're memorializing his his spirit, his, the highest aspect of who he is and what he is to you and your family through this conversation. And wow, that's so beautiful. And, oh, and to, hear, 
and oh, I just had it and I lost it. Um, on a, all right, so yesterday I, I I had made plans to go to the hospital on Wednesday, thinking he was gonna maybe go on Wednesday, because um, uh, that's what it felt like to me. So I made plans to take off work and go to the hospital on Wednesday because I wanted to sit and meditate with him, and because he doesn't have that in his life, and I just wanted to bring that higher energy in and um, help him release or be in prayer or whatever his spiritual path was, which, you know, wasn't so pronounced, but it was certainly not like mine. It was much more traditional. And um, so that was my plan. And so yesterday, after I found out, like the first thing I wanted to do was just sit, connect, and meditate for him and, you know, help him catch the wave (laughs) of energy, right, that goes through. And, and I believe I connected with him and it was like, what are you doing? I, I'm, no, I'm not ready to go on. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm right here. Like I'm, I'm not moving on yet. And the fact that he was staying close by, um, you know, maybe with his family or my mother or I, I'm not sure what, but it was a definite like, no, Did he say right? that? Did he say oh. that? It's it was the impression, right? Because for Claire Cognizance, I don't get word that right. experiences. Right. So I have to sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 gosh, it's like a download. It's not like words, but it's like a download, and yeah. then I use the best words I can find to transcribe them. That's for the Claire Cognizant part. Sometimes the channeling is different, but um, but that was it. It was just like I went up to help him, and he was like what are you doing? <laughs> like, no, not yet. I'm not going anywhere yet. So, and it wasn't that he was attached to his body. It was that he knew he was in spirit form, but he wanted to be with his loved ones too. So that was the impression I got, you know, take it or not. That's fine. It, you know, it, it was just surprising to me. And sometimes yeah. when those things come in as a surprise, you, you're like, oh, that was probably real because that's not what I expected. Because <laughs> it's not at all what you're thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's usually when I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I stand corrected. Um, so, yeah, so I feel like what you said about memorializing, like he was doing the same almost, like just loving the people in his life that way. So I think that like brings up so much for as we grow as spirit human evolving what is so ingrained in us like this is something that I always talk about like breaking the habits and breaking the belief systems and the conditioning because society tells us we should be sad and we should mourn that person and we do for our own reasons but what else is it that we're stuck in our habits that we that are habits and you need to process them and go through them not ignore them you need to process the emotions and not ignore them because that just, you know, clutters the body and gets stuck in there and causes energy um, knots in the in the body if you're not letting things flow through you. So you kind of have to go with what's there, but you also have to acknowledge that it's not real, that it is an emotion, it's an emotional state, but it's not the reality of the situation. So there's just so much to look at, you know, just from this Um because we're we're operating in many different realms at once. Right. We are this mental body with our belief systems. We're this energy body where we can feel and sense other things beyond our senses that 
do we trust them? We should. You know, after a while, you'll get to see you're right <laughs> all the time. And then you're like, okay, maybe I trust that. Okay. Yeah, and then we're this emotional body, and we can't ignore any of them, or they just block our energy flow across the board. So we have to process through the different channels that we have until those things disappear. You know, otherwise we're creating knots and creating um, things that get stuck in our systems. So I think I think that's a very interesting um, way to process how we are as a human. We transition, and, and these things will leave us at some point, we assume, and if they don't, that's okay too, um, like our beliefs or things we get stuck with or like the sadness and not the joy for a life well lived, right? The sadness of missing that person. So we have to go through that, even though we think differently and ultimately, well, and it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. It's just, it's, it's well, hard to put into words because we operate on so many levels and we have to acknowledge all of them. Well, we we're not taught. Them. Again, this conversation shouldn't be rare. This should be a conversation that is had all the time and especially now um, because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people passing. So, I mean, the more this conversation comes out and, and to, be, to be able to share how you feel and to be able to know how to, how to have the, the, the rituals, it's not really a good word for it. It's, it's the celebration of life. It's the celebration of that person and in the memorializing of it is extremely healing because we don't want to forget them. We, and we shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't forget somebody that you loved and you can't forget them. And the more that you just remember, they're, they're there in your heart. They're there. They're always going to be there. That, that energy is always present. You know, so I think that when we allow that to be like, no, I don't want to forget. I'm afraid of forgetting. I'm, their, their memories are fading. I don't want the memory to fade. Well, don't let it fade. It's right. fine. In fact, it feels better when you know that you can, in your mind's eye, Remember them, you are literally directly connecting to them. This is the part that we don't think about because we're not taught. Scalar energy, these, these, this is how we, we are speaking through the field, how everything is connected because that thought, that instantaneous recognition by a thought goes directly to that being. That's why prayer works. It's why how psychics so work. And it's scalar energy, it's standing waves. It's literally, it's not energy that moves through the universe, that passes through anything. They're literally, it's energy that blinks on and off. And the second that one proton light photon, <laughs> it has recognition, all of those are having the recognition all at the same time. It's like, oh, you know, it's, it's difficult to explain, but at the same time, you can see how when you have the intention, it works through your thought process. There's yeah. a thought. You're thinking of that person. Instantaneously, that person picks up on it. And when you, when you uh, listen to people that have passed or transitioned and come back, near-death experiencers will always say, God, I always can hear when somebody's thinking of me. It's like a swoosh or if they, they feel it or they hear it or they see it however they process it, but they know yeah. they can hear it and it's instantaneous. So 
you know, we holding on to that because that understanding again of the energy and the frequency and the vibration, the scalar energy, these scalar fields that we are, this 5D being that we are is not talked about. And this is what, of course, I think another way to, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, this is, this is what I'm very passionate about bringing this into the everyday realm for us. So we know ourselves more than just 3D. We need to understand that we're multidimensional and that way our life and death experience is so much more full. It's so much more celebratory. It's so, it's, it's alive. You know, we we're alive in our universe. The universe is talking to us and we're, if we're listening, we're hearing it and it's, it's showing us how we're manifesting and creating. We're just this representation of our creator. It's, we are creation and we are creator. Look, there's so much, there's so much in this. Yeah. So that's it. We are I'm, I'm fractals. I, I think that's it. We are fractals of source. We're fractals of consciousness. Energy is transformed through that. And I was with one of the Indian uh, gurus that I meditate with on Sunday. Um, it, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm trying to bring up what he said. Consciousness is simply pure essence and everything else arises. It's simply an imagination. So it's like everything is just that fraction of pure essence and we experience it as duality but when we're not experiencing the self we're experiencing the pure consciousness so any being is can be reached in scalar energy any anything can be um because we are just fractals of consciousness and ultimately you know that's the beauty of celebration of each other all the time. You know, we take the time to memorialize someone when they're leaving the plane or gone in the plane, but we should do that well, every and, day. <laughs> yeah, and when we think about it, um, it, we just because we don't see it. See, that's the thing is our sight is, is very, um, is that's the illusion, that's the Maya, is what you can't see is not there. This we know is not correct information. Just with the way waves are. This is just basic physics and, you know, radio waves and, and microwaves and, you know, electromagnetic field. We don't see that, but we know for a fact that it is actually here all around us all the time. So we, we have to keep, like, bringing to our brains, our neurapsis, whatever you want to call it, just so that the to bring in a new understanding of what we are as a new human. It's, it's not new, but it's new to us. And, you know, because we've been so dumbed down as to what we truly are as a human being, that when we have these conversations about, you know, transitioning or passing or dying, whatever you want to call it, because it's bringing up so much about, you know, what we really are as infinite beings. And it's so important. You know, it's like really important right mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. in, in this uh, in this time period to be focusing on our expansion and our elevation and and hey, passing on to to another dimensional place. This is a very beautiful thing. And so that's why I just want to um, I didn't know your stepdad. I don't know. I don't even know his name, but 
I feel kind of really connected to him for some weird reason <laughs> right now. I think he's very aware that we're talking about him. So hello and um, enjoy your journey. You know, yeah. I feel like he's saying thank you. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's like, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, he it wasn't anything of like the psychic realm and the external realm or anything like that. But I feel like he is open to that. It's very, it's very interesting because that's not, it wasn't his personality, but um, maybe, maybe it was underneath it all. I don't know. So. But we know some, we know that the persona definitely can be very, very skewed. So it's, it would make sense that um, having that different perspective might allow, you know, maybe he's hearing the, the thought processes. Yeah. He's hearing it. Well, um, I, I think we probably shouldn't get into too much more and keep our episode concise about the solstice and our practice. So for me, the solstice is the time of, um, you know, abundance. It's when everything becomes alive, the flowers bloom, the gardens grow, I plant a garden. It's very hands-on for me watching everything just start to take off right around this time since I'm up north right now. Um, I see people in, in <laughs> down in Texas where I lived in Austin for many years with their gardens like fully abundant. And for me, it's uh, up here, it's, it's much later and it's, um, you know, everything's in the garden and it's growing and everything's green and alive and vibrant and abundant. So I just think it's a very interesting time that he decided to transition the night before the birth of everything, like a rebirth into this new life this new green um, abundance you know, place that has infinite potential. Um, so, yeah, and the longest day of the year, because the light and the sun powers us, it powers this planet, it powers life itself. Um, for me, the energy of the sun is always, always very charging. I love sun gazing. I I hate when it rains. I just love the sun that much. I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a beach person that goes out and lies under it, but being in the sun is is energizing and vibrant and alive. And and I just think it's a really um, amazing time just to honor all the beauty of Earth and all the greenness of Earth and the the gifts of being alive on this planet right now. Like. Even right now, I should say. <laughs> With all the other yeah, really stuff right now. And you know what? The more that we do acknowledge this through the darkest times on Earth, and there's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now, but the more that we do bring that into our awareness and into our focus, the more we set that in stone. That, that's the beauty of ritual, right? That's the beauty of presence. The more we pay attention, the more energy goes into it, and the more it's set. Crystallizes. Yeah, crystallizes. Mm -hmm. That's a great word. Um, and the fractal becomes something more substantial. Yeah, more, it's, it's coherent. It becomes more coherent, and then that brings it more into our reality. Yeah. Yeah. So unless you have anything else you'd like to add, I'd love to wish everyone a beautiful, happy solstice. Yeah, happy, happy solstice for sure. Enjoy the warmth and the sun. Yeah, the beautiful cycles New of beginning. Yeah. New beginnings. And, you know, really taking a step forward with 
what is it that we want to manifest into our lives as we're coming into this place of abundance and joy and beauty that the summer months usually bring to us um, with everything coming into life and coming into vibrance. So, yeah. That's good. That's, that's, that's good for me. All right. I completely concur. So we're signing off, I guess, on this podcast. Let's sign off. All right. Happy solstice, everyone. And I'd just like to dedicate this to my in beautiful, loving memory of my stepfather, Bill Moore.